Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. So, Ashley, my dear friend, my Maki boy, uh, tell me how you want me to tell the people. Ow! What just happened? <laughs> I wish I had that on camera. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Hello, Maki boys. <laughs> it was a menu category in uh-huh. the sushi place we ordered from today. Uh-huh. Maki boys. Mm-hmm. You're my Maki boy. Wow. Welcome to Sports Podcast. It ends with a question mark, but starts with a question. I'm Katie Nolan. She's my Maki boy, Ashley. Wow. <laughs> Hello. He's Jay. Hi. And this is today's question. Hey, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Summer from Queens, New York. Um, first of all, you guys are like the only podcast that I listen to, so I freaking love you guys. You're hey. amazing. So my question is, Katie, if you were president, What rules and regulations would you put into place? And and, um, Ashley and Jay, you guys are her cabinet. You're her advisor. (laughs) So what would you advise her to do as well? I love you guys. Mean it. Summer, I love you so much. You have a cool name. You're from a cool place. Shout out to Queens. And also, if this this is the only podcast you listen to, <laughs> there's a lot out there. I res- but I actually don't go look it up because then you'll be like, oh, why am I listening to that one? <laughs> um, oh, this is a huge question and a big responsibility that I don't take lightly. Mm-hmm. And um, so Summer said, I'm president. What are my policies? And then she said that you guys are my cabinet and you advise me. And so I think it starts with the advice. So what? Are, go ahead and advise me on some policies. <laughs> Well, I think for your campaign, you should run on a platform of mandatory office puppies. Mm. Mm. Okay, Sorry, dogs, true. mandatory office dogs. We don't discriminate based on age. Well, no, it's that they're all puppies. You could be a, a 40-year-old dog. You're a puppy to me. Oh, okay. I like that. See, you're already making it better. That's why you're the president. Thank you. And we could we could accommodate people with allergies. You know, you can get the, the doodles, the, right. the hypoallergenic yeah, yeah, yeah. dogs. Of course, they exist. That's sure. That's, That's one. First okay. All right, Jay, what do you got? Well, I think for uh, your campaign and your presidency, you should really be focused on environmentalism. And I think the fastest way to get focused on that is to shut down golf. Shut down golf. Yeah, you see, uh, I did some research and golf courses accounted for 28 of the top 100 water users. Are you Malcolm Gladwelling this podcast? Across, I, I just did a little research and I think that uh, after Ashley supported Tiger Woods, everything got weird for me with golf anyway. So I think golf's done. I think that's that should be a big campaign policy. So Katie's going to get elected on a platform of no golf. golf. Yeah, Jay, where I um, you know me, I'm a kind, I'm the kind of person that like just needs to understand everything. So I just want to understand like where that's coming from. Did you just read an article about it? Did somebody say something to you about golf? No, I I, I saw this voicemail and I was thinking about what would be a good policy for you. And and so then what was step two? What so was then the next step two? Thing was like, did? well, we should focus on the environment. Okay, and then what was step? Th- How do we get to golf? Because on a sports podcast, your number one thing you want to advise me to do is ban a sport. Yeah. Because people that golf drink a lot of water? No, the golf courses use a lot of water. To like oh, to maintain water them. the... Okay. Yeah. So I was just thinking, you know, we don't need it. Well, it's, a lot of people like it. That's true. But sometimes you And there's make so many calls. other things we could do yeah. before we ban golf. You're going to alienate a lot of voters. Right. Well, you're already the president in this scenario. Right. Well, you said campaign... So that's a youth a you problem. That is a me problem. Right. 
So let's, it's just a suggestion. Okay, again. and I will, you know, let's table it. Okay, that's fair. Let's go ahead and table it, let's and let's focus that. on um, some other policies. So we have mandatory office dogs. Mm-hmm. I think that what I feel very strongly about and very comfortable saying is that um, the day after the Super Bowl is now a national holiday. Yes. Mm. Yep. Uh, no one is to be um, at work that day. No one has to work. Um, and then I will also say that uh, I'm changing election day to a weekend to a nice Saturday. That's that's big. And I'm also going to make it so you can do it at home. Ooh. Oh. Or maybe I'll do one or the other. It's either going to be like an online thing, which I know is more complicated than it sounds because you've got to make sure right, all the whatever. Right. But it's just like there are countries where you can vote online hmm. and it encourages more people to vote. But then the hacking. So, okay, maybe we maybe just the Saturday. I got to think about it. I just became president. I just need a minute. You could also make election day a holiday so people don't feel like yeah, they're maybe giving that's up it. their so like Saturday. A Tuesday. Yeah, 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 that's fair. And because people do work on Saturday. Yeah, throw yeah. in the Monday, too, if you're going to make it a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, give Jay, it a- I'm really feeling like putting you in the cabinet was a bad decision that Summer made. I appreciate it, You Summer. just keep saying things that are, like, not going to help. It's going to help. Um, what else are my policies? <laughs> Um, be dope to each other. Hello, mm, that's be a excellent good one. to Rule each other. Number yeah. one. Yep. Yeah. So you could you could do some outsource polling. Like if people within our country are divided, you could pull the rest of the world. <laughs> Just be like, hey, Americans are confused. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> thing that you've come. Where'd that come from? I like that's an interesting Just idea. Like we it. can't decide. Someone help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "You guys are idiots. Just do this." Just, Great, thank you. It's a really good advice. I also controversial idea, and may, I'm on the fence about it, but whatever. We just split the country in half, and then like you're like, you go there if you think this, and go there if you think that. Two different countries. I think that was that was two separate countries. The Confederacy. There's so many. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not great. I yeah. I could have thought that through. I could, there's too many people in the country. There's, we have a lot of people. We're never going to agree on stuff. But I see where you're. I do see what you're saying now, and I see how that's a yeah. Banning golf doesn't look so bad, huh? Yeah. Well, summer. <laughs> thanks for your call. Uh, I feel as though my presidency is going well, at least better than Definitely. Selena's. So that's fine. <laughs> if you guys uh, have a burning question that you'd like to ask, and please, you know, don't make it about banning golf. Because I don't understand it. <laughs> but if you have a question, the phone number. Oh, wait. You can always leave us a voicemail as slowly as you'd like to. <laughs> the number is 860-506-5571. Okay. So this means that now, an hour later, we're in friendly banter. Hello. Hi. Hi. Remember last week you were like, I'm not going to do a drum roll. I'm going to friendly banter. I forgot. Friendly banter is just like friendly and chill. I forgot. That's okay. I'll write it on your thing. Okay. How are you, Ashley? I'm cool. That's it. (laughs) What's going on in your life? You sold your house. Oh, our house is under contract. Jesus. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a really big one. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And it happened on a day. It was a good day that day. It was. It was Tuesday. Yeah. When they officially signed the contract. Yeah. Yeah, We put it... um, so I'm. I don't think we've actually said this that I officially Woo! got. Woo! Woo! The Seahawks just released Cam Chancellor and Doug Baldwin. Why? Huh? What? That's crazy. Sorry, keep going. I'm going to investigate. Uh, well, maybe we wait. Well, you keep going. You got to talk about your house. You want me to fill? Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'm officially relocating to New York. 
Steve and I and Austin got an apartment in Jersey City. Yay! We put our house up on the market. The first person that went through our house put in an offer for over asking. That's a good so house. Dope. Which was That's a good incredible. House. It was Shout really, out to really that incredible. house. Who's a good house? Yeah. Who's a good house? <laughs> That's a good house. So yeah, we're under contract. We're just pending, you know, inspections and tests and things of that nature. <laughs> so you're just waiting for them to take a look. They y'all. went up to I was gonna say they went up to the first couple that walked in and they all they had to say was, Take a look, y'all. <laughs> take a look, y'all. And so yeah, that was that was a big um burden. Off your shoulders. Lifted. Mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, speak negatively of the app that sent me the push notification, and then when I clicked on it, did not take me directly to the link. But man, I cannot find what. Well, app. while you keep looking, I have yeah. a, I have a random question. That's, okay, sure. That's been, I've been thinking about. Let's do it. What does the phrase "a lick of sense" mean? Like, why is sense measured in licks? That doesn't make a ton of sense. And if doesn't like, make a lick of sense, it doesn't make a lick <laughs> yeah. of sense. I feel like producer Camille would probably know. Yeah, she yeah. should check on this. No, I, this Jay, just, you should. What are you I'm googling? Go, yes, okay. of course. <laughs> That is your job. I, I'm the I, yeah. Typing. A lick Great. Type faster. Uh, we still use the word this way today. A lick of paint is a fairly common expression. Uh, a lick, therefore, is a minimal amount. So, I think it's about the term "lick." It says it's rural slang for quick and perfunctory washing of something. Isn't that also used with, with like a with like he gave him a couple licks, like a hit, like a slash, like a whip. Is a lick? Oh, I think you're right. I might be making that up, but it feels like a. Yeah, that sounds. I'm trying to find like. We're gonna a more do a whole dictionary. bit of just like we Google stuff, dude. The Seahawks have made the difficult decision to terminate failed physical Doug Baldwin and Cam Chancellor. They're two of the most iconic players in franchise history, and both were instrumental in establishing our championship culture. Great examples of competitiveness and leadership on the field and in the community. These legendary players will always be part of our Seahawks family, except for the fact that they're not anymore because we got rid of them. Because they didn't pass the physical. It says, difficult decision to terminate slash failed physical. So it's like either, I don't know if that means both of them or one of them, but it says terminate slash failed physical, Doug Baldwin and Cam Chancellor. That's crazy talk. That's nuts. I know Doug. Ba- there's been rumors about Doug Baldwin retiring because he's not doing well um, physically. Like it's something I saw an article that was like, you know, Doug Baldwin. This may be his last season. Um, but Cam Chancellor, I feel uninformed, and I don't like that feeling as president. It says here <laughs> that Chancellor spent all of 2018 on the IR. Yeah, but he was supposed to come back. I, I wonder if that. There's complications to his injury. Let me see. There are reports that the the injury could have been career ending for Cam. So I know, but then we never that. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't remember that continually being the narrative. Yeah, I, never I know we talked about it. about it, but we I don't remember them constantly being like, "That's such a bummer." That is so. That is such a bummer. The team announced Thursday it was cutting the players after they both failed physicals. Yeah, I don't want. What does that mean? That they can't. That they're not physically able to play. Pup. Mm-hmm. Physically but they're pup. Ashley, it's because you said there's going to be a universal pup rule. You're blaming this on your me? Fault. Yeah, that was your policy. Technically, it's Summer's fault. <laughs> wow. That's such a bummer. Well, there goes friendly banter. What else? Oh, happy birthday to my mom. Shouldn't listen to this podcast. Shouldn't know what a podcast is, but it's her birthday today. So, on the off chance that she's listening, happy birthday, Cammy Pants. Um, 
That's usually it in friendly banter, right? We don't do anything. We don't There's, go talk to anybody well, else about anything. Talk. There's one you do. other small part. Katie, you talk. You haven't said anything. Oh, hi. Hi. How, I'm good. Thanks for asking. Um, I'm feeling great. What are your plans for the weekend? I don't really have any. Mm. Sunday's a big day because Premier League. We'll get into that later. Yeah. That's not Ooh, friendly yeah. banter. That's sports banter, which is the podcast. So I can't do that here. In the, mm. We're in the intro, so um, all right. I think we covered it. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I gotta clean my apartment, and I gotta sleep. I had two sleepless nights this week. Not good. You're thirty, some other number after <laughs> thirty-two. So like, it's I gotta be sleeping better. Not doing good with that. Okay. Other than that, today in the podcast. Mm. Oh, we're forgetting Jay. Okay. Um. Well, you know, I think now as good a time as any to head on over to uh, Jay with your very whiskey update. Yeah. Go ahead, Jay. Hi, I'm Jay with your Whiskey Cavalier update. Hello. Uh, this week on Whiskey Cavalier, Will and Frankie started undercover as literature professors, but then later had to pretend to become assassins uh, in order to help their friend Standish. And I think we can mm-hmm. all safely say, a period there. Like me will in they school. or won't they? That's not say. That's asking. We can't safely say Thanks, a question. Thanks, Jay. I don't, I, there's a lot, he, there was a stop and then he just said, and I think we could all, it was just like, that's a second sentence. He was starting I, in it. my notes app, it's a comma. So I don't know. I didn't, your notes app isn't the dictionary. That's true. Anyway, that's the Whiskey Cavalier update for this week. Thanks guys. You're welcome. <laughs> I have no idea who Frankie is. Is that a girl? Yeah. I'm not asking you. Now, that's why I'm off my. I'm talking to Ashley. I'm in the room with Ashley. Yes, okay. she's the one that doesn't get the cool lingo for her name. She has cool lingo. I, I'm tr- I'm actively trying to care, and it's just not there. It's, it's just it's not fiery there. Fiery Tribune. That's her code name. <sighs> fiery Tribune is like the Daily Mail. <laughs> That one, uh, that's a better name for the Daily Mail. Uh, <laughs> official Potter Show business, we don't have any. Nothing. So that means uh, we're going to tell you what's going to be in the podcast. Today in the podcast, guys, we're going to hit all the important sports buckets. We're going to do basketball. So we'll talk about the KD news, Danica Patrick getting a drink, Fartgate 2.0. Uh, in hockey, we've got playoff action, uh, Charlie McAvoy, women's hockey boycott that isn't a boycott. In soccer, incredible Champions League victories, and then Premier League action. And then... Um, then we have a big random bucket full of Game of Thrones, the Met Gala, Bachelorette contestants, and the SI swimsuit issue. That is everything we're talking about today on the podcast. And that's how you write a tease in advance. I did it. <laughs> but before we get to all six of those things, um, today's podcast is brought to you by Simply Safe. So, Ashley, my dear friend, my Maki boy, uh, tell me how you want me to tell the people. Ow! What just happened? <laughs> I wish I had that on camera. <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> I don't want to. Katie, did you right. scratch her? Did I'm, it just fall? Where's what happened? <laughs> I was trying to scratch my ear, the back of my ear. Yep. And I had to flip out my pot, my my headphone to do that. Mm. But it flipped really aggressively. And, and you launched it off your it head. It pulled the rest of the headphones onto my face. Yep. And the microphone. And oh, then I no. fell backwards. Are you okay? How do you want me to tell the people about Simply Safe? <laughs> Yikes. How about a really over the top newscaster guy? Oh. Okay. Guy or woman. I don't want to just... No, guy. What? Because they always come in with... But like, I don't want to have way, to also do it. No, they come in with way too much confidence in a way yeah. that like... Okay. You know? All right. Shout out to Simply Safe. <clears throat> Alarm. The Willies. The Heebie-Jeebies. <laughs> Panic. 
There are dozens of words for fear, but just one for an exceptional home security company to stop fear at your front door. Simply Safe. Simply Safe is home security that knows it feels good to fear less. <laughs> This is award-winning 24/7 protection that protects your home through it all, through blizzards. Blackouts and burglars. <laughs> Should it be burglaries and burglaries? <laughs> Simply Safe has won awards from all the tech experts that count. The Verge calls it "quote the best home security." End quote. It won Reader's <laughs> Choice from PC Magazine. It's a two-time winner of CNET Editor's Choice and a Wire Cutter Top Pick. Simply Safe has no contract, no hidden fees, and no gotchas. <laughs> and they always keep prices fair and honest. Thanks to Simply Safe, fear has no place in a home. That's not the words. <laughs> Thanks to Simply Safe, fear has no place in a place like home. <laughs> Try Simply Safe with free shipping and free returns. You'll get a 60-day risk-free trial too. Order now and have your home protected within a week. Go to simplysafe.com/nolan to get started today. That's simplysafe.com/nolan. Be sure to go there so they know We sent you. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan. Ashley? <laughs> That was really good. Oh, thanks. It's kind of just a lot of the same thing. I like doing the like field reporters. They have a very specific like, I'm standing here outside the site of, that's why when I said woman and you said man, so I did the man thing, but there's a lot of. All right, all right. Lady Field Report. There are dozens of words for fear, Bob, but just one for an exceptional home security company <laughs> to stop fear at your front door. Save it for next time. I'm just giving the people a preview. It's on my coffee cup. It stuff. is on her coffee <laughs> cup. Let's get into the news, folks. I sure. Let's start at basketball. Uh, breaking news: We got right before we hopped in here to do this podcast an update on the Kevin Durant injury. He left last night in the. Fourth quarter question mark? Yeah, that sounds good. Sure. Um, and we didn't know it was wrong. And a lot of people thought it was going to be an Achilles tear. Mm -hmm. Good news. Good news, bad news. Good news, it's not an Achilles tear. Bad news. Um, it's a mild strain of his right calf. And I heard he's missing six and seven, game six and seven, at least. And he'll be reevaluated next week. And where'd I hear that? I overheard Tony Reale saying it during Around the Horn. So <laughs> did I fact check it? No. But sometimes you're in this office and you just get to osmosis the news. So that's what he said on TV, and so I feel confident saying it here on the podcast. Uh, that should be interesting. Yeah, it really should. Mainly because it's one of those teams where you could lose a guy and they do better. It doesn't really make a difference. I, I, mean, I don't think, but it may make a huge difference. I guess we're going to say find out. Yeah, be pretty fascinating if they win it without him, and just to see how he deals with that and how those random burner accounts what they'll have to say oh, about man. them winning without him. I am, I'm like, I don't ever celebrate someone's injury. I want to be perfectly clear. That's not what I'm saying. But given that the injury has happened, I am intrigued 
in the precedent that it sets, like in the in the world we have to live in now where he's injured. And this is the really like the reality. And we get to see how that affects the I'm in, I'm enticed. Is the word I'd like to say. You look like um, you look like a bad guy like, like, touching <laughs> your fingertips together. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm very Mr. Burns right now. Yes. 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 Ooh. No, sorry. It's just She's writing Mr. Burns on her coffee cup. Oh, okay. Okay. I just want to paint the picture for the viewers. There's about 17 pieces of paper and an entire notepad in front of Ashley. And yet <laughs> she writes it on her. All right. Other news. The Celtics are out. It's And then so other news. The um, During the Celtics-Bucks game, a thing I saw that I'm telling viewers to go look it up if they didn't see it. There's actually two things Mm -hmm. but the one i would like to talk about first is david bakhtiari chugging oh man did you watch it it was incredible i have you know there's a lot of people who are like whoa incredible chugging whoa incredible chugging like this was incredible (laughs) the beer was in the cup and then it wasn't anymore and you're telling me that in that amount of time he got it just into his body and he didn't cough he didn't burp he didn't do anything it just was like he opened his mouth and it just it was in his in him now that's the thing i feel like when people chug it's like uh, you can see them working to do it. There's like these big gulping swallows. Yeah. And it was just like. And they just, miss a little. There's like some dribbling down yeah. their face. He just dumped it, it in and it was gone. Efficient. You it couldn't look like it affected. It didn't affect him at all. It was. Well, because then he did a second one. Because then he, second it's like you could tell the people were like, we want more. And he just like picked up his second one and was like, Ugh, yeah. Done. That one was a little slower. A little but, but barely. Yeah, not much. Still right, probably. Foot? It I'm is. so sorry. I've been. My foot's been touching that the whole time. I thought that was on purpose. Ah! And now I'm a little upset. Yikes. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm very Wasn't? sorry. I'm very sorry. I thought we were like. Like we were buddies. No, we can't. I just was kind of like I think I was being pretty. Anyway, so it was an a very impressive chug, and I'm I still have trouble just chugging in general. Not good. I burp a lot immediately. Well, here's the thing. Sometimes I can't finish chugging because my I have. It's like I want to come out. The burp want to come. Burps want out. There needs to be a good reason to do it, and I feel like there aren't that many now. Yeah. I mean, if you're on camera trying to be cool at a basketball game, sure. But like, if you're trying to like chug it. A cider in a brown paper bag before you get on a ferry, maybe. But yeah. like, did you chug it? No, I. I did you bring it, it on? A I bit. did. I brought it on with me. Yeah. I can't, but I couldn't bring it into into a cab, so I had to throw. I threw some of it out. So did you chug some before you threw? Yeah, it out? yeah. I threw it okay. out. But um, yeah. The, I would say that the, um. Oh, I was going to say something and I forget what it was. So just keep talking. Oh, you were I, done. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, good reasons to chug are limited now that right. we're older. Yeah. Trying to like Oh, oh, what I was going to say. I won't do the thing like if everyone's chugging and even if you're bad at it, like I won't do the thing where I will be like I can't and then I don't finish it. Like if everyone's do let's say there's a let's just say you're in a situation where everyone's like chug, right? And you there are sometimes people who will take a couple sips and then be like I can't and then they'll keep drinking their beer. You don't get to have that beer anymore. That was a chug beer. Oh. Mm. And as soon as you're done with your chug, then you can't drink that anymore. It's thrown away. It's not yours. You lost the rights to that beer. So I will be the person who takes forever to chug, but I'm not stopping until it's chugged. I'm burping like upwards <laughs> into the can it's very and gross. then drinking the burp back in with oh. the beer. I'm not enjoying it, but I'm not fucking wasting it. <laughs> not that person that's like, oh, I sipped it. I can't. I can't chug. Like, yeah, no, none of us can, but you got to do it. Well, David can. David. David absolutely it was can. Insane. It's scary. It, it was, was just a swallow. It wasn't even a yes, chug. Yes, that is exactly what it. You're Maybe absolutely it's just right. A normal size like sip for him. You know what I mean? No, he's such a large man. It's a full beer though. That yeah, that's true. But he. But that's exactly what he did. He made it 
a swallow. <laughs> it's so crazy. That's it's wild because you don't. I think maybe you don't see him like yeah. It's just like and one. It's done. Amazing, incredible. How does that person not always drink too much? Oh, because when I go to events, I I um nervous sip. Like if I'm at like a, an event where you're like mixing around and you have to talk to people, mm-hmm. I'm just constantly sipping my drink. So by 30 minutes into the event, I'm on my third one, and then I'm like, Shit, I'm drunk now because <laughs> I just pounded two old fashions for no reason. Mm. Um, so if you're if a beer is a sip, how the hell do you make sure you don't drink too many? Life is so hard. Mix in a water, I guess. Was- uh, the other video that went or places on the internet that people on the internet were talking about was Danica Patrick. And Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, who yes. are dating. Yes. Uh, and another woman, who I guess is just friends probably with them, or with Danica. Who cares? It's not important. So the three of them are sitting there. You should go look at the video. I'm an, I'm I'm confused, but okay. So I guess there's a guy sitting behind Danica, and he hands, he like taps her on the shoulder while she's digging through her wallet. Uh, the order of seating is um, Aaron Rodgers, then Danica, then this blonde woman who's the friend, and then the row behind them are the people I'm referring to. So this guy taps her on the shoulder and hands her what looks like a white wine. And she takes it and tries to give him money, and he's like aggressively pushes her, not like hard, but like a little harder than he probably should have, says like, no, no, I don't want that or whatever. She takes the drink. And then he, try- he gives Danica's friend a drink, and you can see her shake her head like she doesn't want it. She takes it anyway. What happened there? Because the internet was like, wow, this guy's shooting his shot right in front of Aaron Rodgers. Ballsy. And I could not agree with that less. Mm. I could not disagree with that more. (laughs) (laughs) I could not. I don't agree with that. (laughs) So it could be people were speculating that Danica bought the drinks, Uh asked for the drinks. and. And then went to. <laughs> I just felt like you were yelling. To, was she yelling? Um, no, I think she was just had like a yeah, an opinion. I know, but it just felt you're there not, was speculation. No, you're not. I didn't mean to I can't make it chug. It's just That's too why hard. I looked over you. I tried to do it off mic and was like, "Are you yelling? I feel like you're yelling." And she Sorry, tried to give them money. Got her, got <laughs> but the guy. So people thought that he was he he, he was, was just, just like handing her the drink. No, like she, she ordered them, and then yeah. he was like, "No, I'm going to pay for it," okay. which I think we decided didn't happen because the friend is like, I don't want that. Yeah, the and maybe, but I mean, I guess if we live in that world where the guy's just handing them the drinks that they ordered, but he interjected and paid for, maybe she's saying like, as you know, women, we've been there before. I don't want this drink you paid for. I wanted to pay for my own drink. Um, men may not understand why a woman would ever say that. Mm-hmm. Women understand that <laughs> there's a situation where someone buys you a drink that you definitely wanted that you know you should not accept because you want to buy your own because maybe that person thinks that buying you a drink entitles them to some sort of social contract where you now owe them something back. Yes. I don't think that looked like that's what was happening right. there. It didn't seem like this guy had been interacting with them. The other thing that complicates it that the internet seemed to not really talk about at all is that Danica's a famous person. Mm. Obviously, what you brought up to me is that so is Aaron Rodgers. So it is weird that a fan would be like, I want to buy this for you. Right. Maybe so, Aaron Rodgers wasn't drinking. So the uh, the alternative, it, it was either the, the women ordered the drinks and the guy paid or the guy just got them drinks yeah. and was like, here. And she was like, here, take some money. But what's hard like, about no. that is what's weird about that is that she was already digging into her wallet right. when the drinks were still on the tray. Right. So it would be weird that if she didn't know they were coming, unless he said, like, I bought you guys some drinks, get ready. Like, maybe she was going into her wallet. But he was also aggressively tapping her shoulder. Yeah. 
he had to get her attention. Right. right. So it, 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 it's very confusing. I'm so I'm fascinated I by it answers. because I can't figure it out. But maybe he tried. Maybe the two drinks were for he bought them and they were for her and Aaron. And then there was a conversation where that he told them he was doing that. Aaron said, like, I don't drink or I'm not drinking or something to that effect. Then the guy was like, hold on, they're here. And Danica was like, I'm going to give this guy money. I didn't want him to buy us drinks. She's trying getting to give him money. He taps her on the shoulder. She turns around and says, like, take the money. He's like, no, gives her the drink. And then he gives the drink that was supposed to be for Aaron to the other girl. And the other girl's like, I don't want it. And he's like, take it. That, to me, is what happened. Book it. Write it down. <laughs> that actually made the most sense. <laughs> Moving on to other more important sports stories. Uh, there was a. This is a request from one of our listeners. Michael, at M. Plantain, said to please talk about Paul Pierce farting on Michelle Beadle. So. Here we are. I guess Paul Pierce farted on Michelle Beadle. When they say farted on, which is what all the headlines said. Yeah. It looked like he was sitting next to her on a couch. Well, and she said. Oh, you mean like, like on? Farted like on is on. like you're. It, well, he looked like he aimed the cannon okay. in her direction. Okay, <laughs> but it, I don't think he was like. Yeah, he farted at her for sure. The preposition was wrong. Yeah. He farted at her because you could be sitting on someone's lap and like fart. he farted toward her. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's better. Not on her. Okay. Now that we've cleared that up, please proceed. So it was the beginning of a broadcast. They were like, "Welcome," and then she was like, "Oh." What'd she say? Smells nasty. Like, nasty. Smells so they, nasty. They do like a little an off the clock, like five. Yeah, they're sitting show on a thing couch. That's just like, you know, yeah, behind, whatever. Yeah, and so I don't think it was on TV. Yeah, I don't actually. Know. I don't know either. Well, I watch it all. To be clear, I watch all of it. I just sometimes watch it. I'm resting my eyes. <laughs> um, here's my take. What. I don't love that recently the only stories that seem to be breaking through in sports media are when somebody might have farted on an ESPN <laughs> show. <laughs> like, is that what I need? Do I need to fart on Always Late? And then they'll be like, Katie Nolan, did she fart? I think our next show we should do a thing. We should like, do a fart Did I thing. fart or not? That's funny. Yes. Just so that they'll write about us. Get you know, TMZ action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I should just be sitting at the desk and go like, wow, it really... Did someone know and then just go right back into the monologue and then like clip it off and send it to like the big lead? Like, hey, serious journalists that you are. Somebody might have farted on the set of Always Late. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm pulling all nighters trying to write monologues and they're <laughs> farting on each other it, towards each other. Maybe. <laughs> and it's like the Internet loves I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm taking that really personally. And you that's don't a have to really apologize. no, no, I'm being petty. But I do think Did he fart on her or not? It is a question we should answer. I just I'm just being in my own feelings about it. Be- I, Beetle said absolutely yes. Yeah. I mean that one didn't have as much mystery as first take, which was like, who farted? Right, right. right. This one was like Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce farted. Yeah, gross. But I do think if we had a collection of people and then somebody smells, you can like look around and be like, ew. Who did that? Yeah. And generate some buzz. Okay. I think. All right. Generate some, you know. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to hockey. Give me a thank you. Uh, it's happening. People are playing hockey. They are. Jay's, uh, Jay, you don't really pay attention to the blues, do you? I do. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Do? He does. He talks yeah. about it a lot. He does? I've never heard it. He always tweets dumb stuff, too. Well, that's thank you, acronyms. Actually. We're well. talking. Oh, you mean about hockey? Yeah. I was talking just in general. <laughs> I also like, just. No- Follow him. Regular acronyms, you know. Sure. So the Bruins are in the Eastern Conference Finals taking on the Hurricanes, and the Blues are playing the Sharks in the West. Um, 
pretty great. Pretty great stuff. Love it. Um, we talked about hockey a little bit on the show this week. It was the main topic of the monologue. I've been pushing for that for a really long time. But you always feel like you want to talk about the stuff people are interested in. But at the same time, it's like a it's like which one's the chicken, which one's the egg. Because if you don't ever talk about it, how do people get interested in it? Yeah. So I made the audience sit through two hockey topics this week. And I'm I'm not that sorry about it. One was the Charlie McAvoy hit. I was uh, very fascinated to find out, and I feel like this happens more in hockey than in any other sport, but that may just be my personal experience with it, that when a call or something is made that everybody is watching and disagrees with, they pull up the rule book, and then you find out, like, actually, that's how it's written in the rule book. I feel like it happens a bunch in hockey. And it happened this week when the, in Game 6 of the Blue Jackets Bruins series. Charlie McAvoy had a hit on, um, on what's-his-name, Anderson. And... Um, and they called it a legal hit to the a legal check to the head is the name of the penalty and it was a minor and everybody was shocked because it was a really bad hit. Uh, it turns out that penalty does not have a major option, which is weird. So weird. It's not cool. If you're gonna eliminate one, why wouldn't you eliminate the option for it to be a minor? If you want to show people that you give a shit about like head injuries and you're participating in this sport wide conversation mm-hmm. about head injuries and how serious they are and how you need to get them out of your sport. Why wouldn't you just make it so this is a major penalty only or an ejection if you feel they did it on purpose? Because the rule can be elevated. You can kick somebody out if they if you think they did it on purpose. But if they didn't do it on purpose and it was still a really nasty hit to the head, why not a five-minute major? Why does it have to be a minor? It doesn't make any sense. How do you handcuff people from being like, I'm giving out the penalty I deem appropriate? That makes no sense to me. And maybe there's somebody smarter than me that knows the rules better than I do that can be like, duh, it makes sense because of this. But it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I agree with you. It was tough to watch. Yeah. I thought as a Bruins fan, it was nice to like not hear a biased person put give their take on it. Well, and also it was a bummer for me because I know it's only McAvoy's what second year in the league, but like he's a joy to watch. He's been very fun to watch, especially in the playoffs. Like in the postseason, he's been really fun to watch. And so it was a bummer. You know, like if something like that happened with you know, Marshand, you know, yeah. the friggin' yeah. like the, the narrative is going to take off. It's like, this is that guy. He's a dirty player. He's this, he's that. And those are just, it's an exhausting conversation. But it was a re- when it happened, it was such a bummer. I just was like, man, what do you do? I think yeah. I tweeted like, what are you doing? Why'd you do that? Yeah. Um, and there was a really nice moment in the handshake line after, which is why the, I, I love this part of hockey where, you know, you're, the cameras are on them and he's McAvoy's getting closer to Anderson. And you're like, oh, God, here we go. And we the camera was behind McAvoy. So you couldn't see what he was saying or what his face was doing. You could kind of see. Um, but you could see Anderson's and he was smiling and he was like, it was sort of a, again, I can't read lips. I don't know why I said again. I, said that <laughs> you said it earlier today I can't to read me. lips, but, uh, it seemed like the vibe was like, a, it's all right, man. It happens. Yeah. No big deal. Don't worry yeah. about it. And I, I, I think what I would have guessed Charlie's body language was saying was like, I did not mean to do that. I was aiming for your chest. You got tr- slowed down a little and I ended up, hit- I'm sorry. Glad to see you came back into the game. Yada, yada. But I, it, it brought, to light for me that like hockey because no one really talks about it that much and it doesn't get the 24 7 coverage that other sports get at least in american media as much as like football is that like they're kind of getting away with having an archaic take on head injuries gary bettman's whole thing is that uh there's no way you could possibly get rid of them in the sport and it's like yes this is the slippery slope argument. Like, what do you want us to do? Make them dance around each other? It's like, no. But you can at least fix your rules in a way that makes it so it's obvious you actually care and are listening. And by having an, an actual penalty named a legal check to the head, and it's 
in the rule book only allowed to be a minor penalty shows you don't give a f- yes it's hard to get rid of head injuries in your sport but there are it's pretty easy to know what the right call is on that rule and then they didn't make it so how you can't be like i can't do it all it's like yeah you're not doing anything there, there isn't a different there's there's a middle ground there you can do some so do some change it right the other thing about uh hockey is the big women's hockey boycott that isn't a boycott i don't so what's a synonym for boycott um because they protest? made it they've, they've made, i guess they've made it or like a walkout a or something yeah they've made it very clear like they've been very careful not to say boycott and so when i was doing the monologue on the show this week i was like what's another word i could use girl cut's so, very funny though <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so the girl caught. So 200. Uh, it's a growing list, so it's hard to even put a number on it. But about 200 women's hockey players in uh, the United States and Canada um, and maybe actually elsewhere. Whatever. They're, they're, they've decided they will not be playing hockey in North America this season um, because you can watch our show if you want the whole thing. I put a lot of work into this guy, but and I don't want to take up a ton of time in the podcast. But the um, there was used to be the CWHL, the Canadian Women's Hockey League, and then there was the NWHL, which is only four years old. It started in the, it's in the States. It's like, I think it's now seven teams, but it's five, whatever. So the CWHL shut down this year and they announced it in March and it was, it happened in May. And then the NWHL is, again, a four-year-old league, which means financial issues and they're still kind of figuring it out. And so the goal has always been for these women to have one league that will pay them, like a livable wage. No one's asking for, you know, NHL money. Mm-hmm. They're asking to not get paid $2,000 for the year because they can't live on that. Yeah. That's an, an insane ask. It's below the poverty line. $2,000 a year. And they don't get health insurance. And so you have $2,000 a year and you have to pay for your own health insurance. I'm pretty sure that some health insurance could cost you $2,000 yeah. a year. Yeah. So it's just a it's an insane. It's. It's an unfortunate situation, and the women have, uh, many of them have decided this is the way to go. And the reason for that is because the NHL, Gary Bettman again, has said in the past that if there is no other option for women's hockey, they might consider starting a league in in conjunction with the NHL. Um, and I think the main reason he says that is because there are there have been other leagues, and he doesn't want to push them out by starting his own. Do I believe him? I don't think so, but that's just my personal opinion. And so I think that probably what these women are trying to do is to be like, look, there's no leagues. We killed. They are suffocating the league to be like, that league's dead now. There are no leagues. Gary Bettman, what now? I just worry about his answer to that question. He'll maybe think about it possibly a little bit later. It just doesn't feel like he's going to be like, oh, look, the leagues are gone. I will absolutely do what I'm supposed to do. Right. Right. And, you know, I have a long bunch of takes just on the fact that, like, it is a good investment to have a league of women. Like it's, I, I just see a lot of people call it charity. Why should the league give them charity? It's not charity. It's investing in a business. Charity is giving away money, which ironically enough, when those four women participated in All-Star Weekend for the NHL this year, he gave each of them $25,000 to the charity of their choice. And <laughs> the, he, they have donated to the league, the NWHL, $100,000. And he gave four women in the NWHL, $25,000 to the charity of their choice. Oh, my god! And I bet they all were like, can you give it to us? We need it. Wow. Oh so god. it's not charity. It's an investment. And if you're the National Hockey League, like in, in England, in Europe, like Champions League, 
They have like a men's team. And then most of them, I don't think all clubs, have a women's club. And it makes it easier for fans to get into it, have access to it, and be interested in it because it's the same name. Mm-hmm. You already root for the team. You don't have to be like, well, in the NWHL, I root for the the Riveters, who are a metropolitan team. In the NHL, I root for the Rangers. If it's just like the women's version of the New York Rangers, it just it consolidates things. It, it shares a fan base. It gives you a cheaper option for families that are like, we want to go to a Rangers game, but we can't afford tickets to a New York Rangers. They're so expensive. But the women's game is cheaper. We can go to that. Like, it just makes perfect sense to me. Where'd you go? She did. Hello? Hi. Hello. I didn't Hi. Mean to do that. Hi, sorry. It makes perfect sense to me. We don't have to talk about it. I could keep going forever. Uh, does anyone else need to say anything about that? I'm sorry, I just talked for an hour. No, it was no, lovely. And I still have it's 19 real. more things I want to say, but we don't have time. We're making the podcast shorter. Soccer. <laughs> yo. Whoa. Yo. <laughs> like, whoa to soccer this week. It's really intense. Yes. So, okay, Tuesday was the second leg of the Champions League matchup between Liverpool and Barcelona. Barcelona. And Barcelona. And um, we were down 3 0 because we lost on, was it last Wednesday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to Barcelona. And I remember, look, the reason I wanted to talk about soccer today is because I never expected to have my emotions this invested in a team and in its performance. And I have also never had such a roller coaster within such a short span of time. And one reason for that, team obviously is Liverpool, but in case you're new here, I love <laughs> Liverpool. The the reason for that is because soccer in Europe has multiple leagues at once. I know that's a basic take if you're deep into soccer, and it's a revolutionary take if you don't watch soccer because (laughs) there are, like, I could be thrilled about a thing that happens in the Premier League and then have a devastating loss a couple days later in a Champions League match, and then a couple days later we go back to the Premier League. Like, it's just, and the way this Liverpool season is going, I am, I have lost years off the end of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been nuts. And because, you know, we're such, we always use storylines with sports. That's how we, at least in America, and I imagine mostly everywhere, that you use storylines to discuss it. And there are two storylines happening at the same time because we're in two different leagues. And it is confusing. And then you have to kind of make them one storyline. I am overwhelmed by the feelings I'm having (laughs) for Liverpool. So they were down 3 0, and it's, they play on aggregate. So they play an away game and then they play a home game. So in the home game was this Tuesday. The score on aggregate was again 3 0. And so we needed to score four goals to win, and they couldn't score because an away game counts for two. An away goal counts for two. What was that? That should not have played. Oh, that was queuing it fine. up for later. That's fine. Um, so they needed to, they couldn't, like, we could not let. Lionel Messi's team score, which is a big ask. Right. Because they, they just scored three. And they fucking did it. Yeah. When we, uh, when you came they into work, did it. you are a little bit more dedicated of a Liverpool fan than I am. And so you kind of give me updates on like, yeah, okay, we got a big match this time. We got to make sure we tune in this time. And we talked about the Premier League and the standings and, and how Sunday was the last day. And you're like, but we're pretty much out of the Champions League. And I was like, oh no, what happened? You're like, well, there's just no way like... We lost three nothing to Barcelona, so Barcelona. So and and Bobby Firmino is out. And Bobby and, and Mo, Mo is were out. Both yeah. out. Yeah. And we lost Andy Robertson at the half, I believe. I think they replaced him at the half. It was it. No, that should it not have, have happened. happened. And this is the 
fucking thing about this goddamn team is it they they believe mm. and you feel it like Jurgen Klopp I will follow you into the depths of hell I do, you can take me anywhere I will follow that man he was like had tears in his eyes after the game he was just he said something like I told them before we played this one is pretty much impossible if anyone can do it it's you And then they did. And like, look, I'll admit, I sent a a tweet halfway through the game where I was like, oh, so Andy's coming out and we're getting Origi. Was it Origi they put in for No, Genie. Yeah. Oh, Genie's coming in for Andy. Uh, Andy Robertson is a fucking incredible player. I think he leads the Premier League in assists by a lot. He's incredible. He's always where he needs to be. Every time he touches the ball, Ashley, you go, oh, that was a good ball. Like, he's so good. Genie is on our team. And so (laughs) I was... Worried, and then of course Genie scored two goals. He sure did, <laughs> and they were really good. They were great goals. They were not Genie goals. <laughs> I, you, yeah, you don't expect to see it from Wijnaldum, but it was a man possessed. Yeah, something, something special. Really, it, really, really incredible I, I, result. Honestly, I talked about this when I went to the Tottenham game when we were in Liverpool. He, there is something about this team that is like a force greater than them, and in this with this Champions League win, and now we're going to the final that. That's the narrative there for me. It's also there in the Premier League, but the thing that really sucks is it's not about what we do. We, at this you point, we, Liverpool, yeah, right. they can have these magical moments. But what we they need is a magical moment that causes Jay's f***ing team to lose. Yeah. I it have almost a hard happened this time looking at Jay. I, I can't, when he <laughs> speaks, on Tuesday he was speaking, Speaking during the Liverpool match, I don't even think it was about the game, no. and I just was like, "No one asked you." I and it's not your fault, Jay. I just see your smug face, <laughs> and I know that like you guys. And obviously, I'm not a fan of your team, so maybe it's different for you. But for me, it's like Man City feels like the Yankees. It feels like back when I was the when the Red Sox and the Yankees were the original like meaning of not the original, but the one I grew up in, which was that the Red Sox were scrappy and the Yankees were like we paid for everybody, we're the best, like we're oh, and there's nothing you can do. That's what Man City feels like to me, and it's just like that's not fun. You guys won last year. You don't have to win again this year. What if you just stopped? Like, this is an incredible story, what's happening to Liverpool. And they may finish with, like, a, a historic record, a historic amount of points, and it's still not enough. And that is so... Can you just lose? That's how, um, just lose, Jay! Uh, listen. Everyone feels I, about I, the But I really, I really think, <laughs> I know. I really think <laughs> I know. The, the Champions League thing is... the Eagles did it. Imagine if the Eagles had yeah. lost, and it's like, why? You don't need another one! That's how I felt the first time. Right. The Eagles pads. No, but the Champions League thing is super special. Like, And that's something that City can't obviously has shown time and time again that they can't do. Yeah, you're trash. But that's Liverpool has won. This would be their fifth, sixth? Fifth or yeah. sixth, yeah. But they have never won the Premier League. They've never won it. And they're so, so close. And it's just not fair. We just have to believe. We have to wear the never give up Mo Salah shirt. We have to follow Jurgen Klopp into the desert, did you say? So I think it's fair to say that that Monday I won't come to work either way. Um, But I don't think that's that's, how that works. He just admitted that he's going to skip work. We're we are both. Well, I'm just trying to just trying to. Oh, for me. So that I won't have to be upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please don't. You've. 
Yeah. You might not ever have to come into work again, depending oh my gosh, on the, that'd be, that'd depending on the a, outcome. A, a I may relieve you of your duties. There's oh, a no. popular video circulating of the Liverpool radio announcers yeah. Yeah, um, during the game. Mistake. Yeah, but we don't have time to play it. You want to just play it a little bit because they're so cute. I don't. They're adorable. It's you guys should go look it don't up. Have time to play. I will say, I wish that I had had the presence of mind to record uh, Katie during <laughs> watching the game because watching out. you watch the game was incredible. It was, it was especially because we were in an office. Okay, so I <laughs> I screamed, and I don't mean that in like a, a lot oh, I work of screamed. Times. I like. Like, like like blood curdling yeah. scream, yes. and then would while still screaming go, "I'm sorry," like, <laughs> because we're in a place of work, and I don't know if maybe people are like, "Well, you work at ESPN; everyone should have been watching." And people were, but there's also like there are people who have jobs that are jobs; they aren't content sports jobs. They mm. are like, I run the website, or like I have to make sure I'm the office manager. Like they they have actual they have to do yeah and i was screaming and running around and picking up the money gun and making it rain money on the falling on the floor and there's yeah. all kinds of stuff but i hit it was under very entertaining for me for that messy kick i, I hit under the desk yeah, you sure did it and was it, it was fun so i'm i'm just i know there are a lot of people who are like soccer who cares and that's fine but i just want to say that used to be me i used to feel that way and i'm i am taken by this sport right now like it has me I, I love this team. When they all stood, you should also go look up at the end of the game when they all stood in the line and linked arms and with the crowd saying you'll never walk alone. I saw people that were Everton fans, which is the stadium that's a mile away and they hate Liverpool. They were like, I'm crying. This is beautiful. <laughs> I saw I had a Man United fan in my mentions say I'm a diehard Man United fan and this has me feeling emotional. That's unheard of. Yeah. But it was they it's amazing. I love Jurgen Klopp, and I don't ever want there to be a day that he doesn't coach my soccer team anymore. Let's go on to the Game of Thrones. We're going to have to go fast. I know. Uh, I just want to talk about the Starbucks cup. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, what were your thoughts? Did you care? <laughs> um, I, I, uh, this is hard because there, there, there are mistakes in yeah. TV often. Yeah. I think this one was blown out of proportion as as almost like a scapegoat for the larger storyline of like the writers, the showrunners are mailing it in um, and don't care. And they're just kind of like, whatever, we just got to get through this and knock it out like the that story. Um, I think the most interesting aspect of it to me is separate from that. Mm. Um because it wasn't actually a Starbucks cup. Okay, so this is what I want to say. Oh yeah, yeah. No. So I, I was gonna, I was gonna say, can we have a new segment on our podcast where it, that's called like "No One Cares," but I don't care because <laughs> uh, where I just rant about something I know nobody else cares oh. about, but I have very strong feelings on. So this is the <laughs> first. Called, don't at me. This is the first installment of "No One Cares," but I don't care. <laughs> okay, um, it was not a Starbucks cup. <laughs> it was very clearly not a Starbucks cup. It was a cup. From craft services, and I saw one of those like, Rovellian tweets, but it actually was from like Bro Bible, so like Rovellian <laughs> tweets that was about how much money Starbucks made from the conversation around it being a Starbucks cup. Two point three billion dollars in free advertising. It was clearly not a Starbucks cup. Here's another thing that pissed me off. I could tell if you look at the picture, which takes two seconds out of your life. Look at the picture. It's a cup of tea. There is a cup and then there's a 
teabag. Now, now, because I just said that word, you know why I haven't tweeted this, because as a woman on the internet, you cannot tweet the word teabag, or your responses will be things about nothing to do with tea or Starbucks, and it won't get you any money in advertising, so it's just not worth it for me. But then, HBO comes out with a statement that's supposed to be their cheeky little hint, hint, wink, wink. There was a mistake with the latte. Daenerys ordered a herbal tea. It was tea, though. But it was tea. So that statement doesn't make any sense because it was tea. And just because the internet was calling it a latte or a Starbucks, it in the picture is clearly a cup of tea. So when you make your statement joke based on not truth and the punchline is what it really was, it doesn't make any sense and it's lazy and you it pisses me off. And that was, nobody cares, but I don't care. And that's the tea. (laughs) And that's the tea. (laughs) Met Gala, anybody have any takes? Anybody care? The athletes that went, here's what I'll say, the athletes that went did not understand the theme. Or they put zero effort into the theme. I understand it. You're going to the Met Gala. Maybe you think like, oh, the people who go, like the Cardi B's and the Kim Kardashian's, like they're supposed to do the theme. I'm just Tom Brady. I'm just Odell Beckham Jr. I'm just here to do fashion. I'm just Julian Edelman. Check out my sweet suit. Awesome, guys. But the theme was camp. And so when you're going to show up and just look fancy boy, that's cool, but you're but the, not here. You can look fancy boy elsewhere. You're supposed to look camp. <laughs> Ashley, you looked up the definition of camp for those that don't know. Oh, yeah. In- and I will say the internet had a hard time defining what it means, but you know it when you see it. It's like porn. Oh. So I wrote it down. <laughs> it was a quote from somebody. Uh, camp is artifice. Camp is exaggeration. Boisterousness. All wrapped up in a visual aesthetic. It's irreverent. It has no limits. It's deliberately outrageous. Yeah. You know what? I would have been happier if if Julian Edelman came in like suit and a in a in shorts and a like a like a Boy Scout uniform with marshmallow yeah. on a stick, and he was like, "Camp, get it." It would have been funny. <laughs> fine. I, like, I was kind of bummed nobody did that. I know. I would have done that. Or like a, a dress that's just like s'mores. Or but like, it, but I get but I but fine. But don't show up in a nice ass suit you could wear anywhere else. Yeah. The leaving the Met Gala should be one of those things where you're like, well, where can we go now? Because I'm dressed like a fucking idiot. Which is actually kind of why I love that Lizzo went to the airport, airport. the next day in her, <laughs> and she just was like, yes, I know. Hello, yes. It's like she the people that the go to Halloween Gala. costumes, cost, uh, parties, but don't dress up. Yeah. It's like I'm too. Cool. They're like but they wear the a worst. t-shirt that's like this is my costume. Yeah, like they, I bet it is Julian Edelman. Come on now. Good for you. Yeah. Be better. Tom Brady, just be better. Well, be I don't better. think he has any choice on what he wears, to be honest. Well, then be better, Giselle. I'm okay. comfortable saying that. All right. Come fair. on. Put that's him fair. in something campy. You know how amazing that would have been if right now we could be sitting here talking about Tom Brady's campy outfit? Yes. Oh, give me what I need. <laughs> uh, and then the last thing we're going to talk about, because we're running out of time, is the um, is the is the swimsuit issue. The SI swimsuit issue this year. Yes, it just got released in May, which doesn't usually happen. Right. Um, Alex Morgan's on the cover. Mm-hmm. Camille Shout out. Caustic is on the that cover. That would be Rob Gronkowski's current girlfriend, yes. And Tyra Banks is on the cover. Oh, oh. And it kind of speaks to a larger thing that SI is doing this year, is like being more woke and celebrating um, more women. You just said body that so earnestly, and I don't think I've heard someone say woke earnestly in a really long time, so I appreciated that. Oh, but you're welcome. Um, I stand as I is what I'm saying. Wow. <laughs> and now the podcast is over. No, so there's they have, a, they've got older women. They've got more women of color. They've got different body sizes. They've got a bunch of athletes. They've, you know, they've just there's got a, a Muslim woman in a burkini. Yes. Correct? A burkini, which yes. is the coolest word ever. Yeah. So it's just, it's an, it's a more diverse assortment of models, which is cool. I 
have an unpopular take. <laughs> oh? I don't know. I'm just, uh, so great. Everything you just said is fantastic. Okay. All great. Even the stand part? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I have notes, but <laughs> like the, the fact that there's more women of color, the fact that they're more diverse, the fact that they're not limiting it to 18 year olds, like all, all good, all very good things, just so we're clear. But it's still a sports magazine that puts out an, an issue of women in bikinis. And I bet, I haven't seen it, I haven't looked at it, but I'll bet if you were to flip through it, you'll find at least one or two women who aren't wearing a f***ing bikini at all. They're just <laughs> naked. I remember a couple years ago, I sent a tweet. Of, it's just a woman holding her boob, and you can see her nipple. Who cares? I love nipples. Go for it. But... <laughs> In a sports magazine. And I tweeted like, hey, hey, SI, uh, can you let me know where to find this swimsuit? I love it. Thanks. <laughs> it, they're not wearing a swimsuit. And you're calling it a swimsuit issue. And they've just been, I, there's, I'm, I feel so torn about this swimsuit issue. Because like, I'm not, a, I'm not mad at it because I'm offended. I don't care. Be naked. But they do this thing where they benefit off of the outrage of the people who are offended by the half-naked women and they like two weeks after the the swimsuit issue comes out they always run an issue that's just full of letters to the editor about how offended people were by the swimsuit issue and it's just like at the end of the day what okay sure but why do you put it out anyway they used to do it in February because it was a slow time and there was nothing else really to talk about so that's how it started they sent a photographer out and they were like oh take some good pictures and then it became this thing, and then now it's coming out in May, in the midst of the playoffs. Two sets of playoffs. And it's, like, become an important... And look, again, if it's... Then another part of me says, if it's going to exist, which I think it has shown that it's going to exist, we might as well make the best version of it we can. And the best version of it is what they the changes they've made to it this year. But it's just like, let's not act, let's not pat ourselves on the back for too long, SI. Like, it's a weird, but then another side of me is like, it brings so much money into that company, like, that's probably their highest earning whatever, if I bet if you looked it up, that they can then fund journalism. They can, like, because a lot of people are having trouble figuring out how to fund good journalism in the current media environment. And SI has figured out that if you... Swimsuit edition. But then again, I think that SI laid off a bunch of photographers like two years ago. I think they cut that whole department. So it's like, well, I guess they're not funding much. I, I'm so torn on it. It's very complicated. Boobs! Okay, cool. That is it for the news. Um, now we're going to get into a exciting new game I just came up with like literally one second ago. Um, but first, I have to let you guys know today's podcast... Also brought to you by Quip. And, you know, we just love Quip so much. We do. So much. And they've been so loyal to us. And so, Ashley, how do we show Quip how much we love them today? I think that it's time to break out your karaoke song. Ooh! That's a good way to show them how much we love them. I know. Not in a weird way, but in, like, I love to sing this. I love this song. So, really quickly before we do it, I just moved and was getting my Quip refill sent to my old apartment, but like I couldn't update it because it was like through the podcast or whatever. And they were so helpful on customer Aww. service. It was very, very like the easiest thing ever to switch addresses. So thanks, Quip. If and, you don't sing it, I have a hard time oh, knowing if this is the ad or not. Um, it's not. Okay. Okay. Fiona Apple, criminal. I have to get very breathy. It's just a warning. Well, that's how it goes. <laughs> oh, God. What a terrible instrumental version this is. This is the best, best, best of them. I really? listened to 12. 
There's a built-in two-minute timer, <laughs> and it pulses every 30 seconds to remind you when to switch sides and help you to clean your whole mouth evenly. Ooh, what I need is to tell you that up to 90% of us don't brush for a full two minutes and they don't clean evenly and that's all I ever need you to do please do it I'm on the wrong part of the song <laughs> and brush heads are automatically delivered on a dentist recommended schedule Every three months for just five dollars. A friendly reminder when it's time for a refresh. And you stay committed to your oral health. 75% of us are using old. Worn out bristles that are ineffective. And that's really gross. I need to stress that. Ooh, what I need is a quip toothbrush. Cause it's one of the first electric toothbrushes to be accepted by the American Dental Association. And they're backed by over 25,000 dental professionals. <laughs> Oh, wait, I'm at the end, and it's not the end. She no, still has to do the, let bridge. me know the way. Here we go. And they have thousands of verified five-star reviews, and I love Quip so much. I like the replacement heads that they send me every few months. It's really nice to know they're thinking about me. What I need is to brush my teeth Not right now, but later on in the day That's why I love Quip And why over one million happy, healthy mouths Do to Quip starts at just $25 And if you... Oh, wait, she keeps going. I don't know why I keep wanting to go to the end of the song. It's so good. Oh. And I need to go to get... Quit. This is actually the time it's supposed to happen. So if I do it again, people will be annoyed. G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com. <laughs> Slash Nolan. Uh, 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 yeah. Quip.com special. <laughs> 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 All right, Jay, that's it. It's over, Jay. Honey, you got to turn the song off, honey. Hey, 
Hey, honey. I thanks. lost my con- my mixer control, but wow. everything's fine. I can't Good believe. Good job. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. Again, notes as always. <laughs> I just wanted to go to that last chorus, which like once you're supposed to build up to that. But I did it a bunch of times. It's really hard to do other words to another song. I've sang that song <laughs> more than any song in my whole life. And I still was like, what part are we at? <laughs> Go to getquip.com. I really do love quip. I, I do you have the rose gold too. one too? No, I have the green one. Come on. Rose gold makes me feel like a fancy boy. Well, I'm not a fancy boy. I'm a mocky boy. <laughs> you are a mocky boy. Okay, we, I came up with a weird game. It's 530. What? Okay. okay. I came up with a weird game. It's not really a game. But so the other day. I was looking at something on the internet <laughs> and I noticed I have a lot of tabs open on my phone browser. Okay. Like a lot, a lot. Okay. And so I asked uh, Ashley and Jay how many they have. I found out that Jay uses Chrome on his phone. He downloaded Chrome. And apparently I'm weird that I use Safari. I use Safari. The default browser on my phone. Apparently that's like not cool. Oh. I don't have time to download your app. I use Chrome on my computer, but I'm not. Whatever. It doesn't matter. So I found that nobody else has this unique thing that I have. And I'm talking probably at least a hundred. Oh, I was like, I have tabs, but I have like six. Yeah. And they're all pictures of Austin. (laughs) And so like what it is, is I will open a tab when it's like, I'll open a new one when I need to search something and I'll sometimes forget to close it. But most of them are read this article later or like you Googled this for a reason. Don't forget to continue down this line of thought you were having. And so I just have a bunch of open tabs and I haven't cleaned them out recently, but most of them are still there on purpose. And so I was thinking I would just, I'm a little nervous, but I will just read them all to you and you can stop me when you're like, wait, what? Like when you have a specific question and you don't have to do it for all. We will just blow past as many as we want to. But if you need more context, you can ask like one question or I can answer whatever. I'm just going to go through the tabs on my something needs to be done with all this content. And I feel like making more content out of it. Do you think this is like a hot tab time machine? Yeah, it is. I I do think that. That is exactly what I was thinking. It feels like it's time for a new game called hot tab, hot tub tab machine, hot tab time machine, hot tub tab machine. Hot tab time machine. Hot okay. Tab time okay. Machine. Here we go. Uh, all right. So I'm going to start it today, and I'm going backwards. Okay. okay. First up, Cam Chancellor. I was trying to find the news. It just happened. Then I have a, a New York Times article um, from the guy who, one of the guys who started Facebook, saying it's time to break up Facebook. Ooh. I have to read that later. Uh, then I have the Gary Bettman Wikipedia page. Then I have the uh, Wikipedia page for the Chernobyl disaster. But because. That promo came on before Thrones on HBO. Well, are you asking a question? Because I can really tell you why I have the Chernobyl disaster up. Oh, yes. I am so confused by it. I want to watch the miniseries, the HBO miniseries. So that is part like why I searched it. But I'm confused by how many people died because the Wikipedia page. Let me pull it up for you. (laughs) It's here in this tab. Says that 28 people died directly in the explosion and 15 were the estimated indirect deaths up to 2011. But in my head thousands of yeah. people died because of Chernobyl. And then I found, I don't, I think I might've closed this tab, but I had like a vice article that was talking about like the thousands of people that died because of Chernobyl. And I'm just very confused about Chernobyl because it was a year before I was born. So like, I don't, and it actually happened very close to the um, challenger disaster. Mm-hmm. It's like a couple months apart, which is kind of fascinating, but, uh, um, but it just was, I, I'm so confused by it. Another thing, just while we're on the topic, um, if you're if you watch the Chernobyl thing, document um sorry miniseries, they all have British accents. It really bugs me. 
I mean, like it doesn't the, bug like me as much as it bugs other people. No, 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 it's not. A, it's not a narrator. It's a, a miniseries. It's not a documentary. It's a. It's a dramatic show. Oh, it's a, it's a show, and they all in the in a Ukraine. I believe it was the Ukraine. Yeah, I'm in a Ukrainian sure. nuclear power plant. Everyone's British. It doesn't. I can get past it because I actually find it a lot easier to listen to a British accent than a Russian one. No offense. It's just an, I can understand it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's a. Uh, well, maybe it there really were, bothers. Some maybe people. there were British. Um, doctors. No, I, I Google and I listened to a podcast to try to figure it out. And I remember the, uh, the creator of the show said why he did that. And I really don't remember now. We will Google it later. And yeah. We'll play it in the I'll next version. My, of okay. So I'm going to keep going. Tab, get a tab going. I'm going to keep going through my tabs. Um, then I have an article that says Liverpool returns to final a shattered Barcelona in its wake. Just want to read that one for me. Then there's a, a Google search for the everything is fine meme. And then I have. <laughs> uh, that was for Gina. That was for Gina. Yeah, I have. Say. Uh, buzzworthy, how a bee swarm was corralled so the Reds could play. It's an article about the Reds in a game they had to like get up. They used a bunch of bobbleheads to get the bees to, but I haven't read it yet, so I don't know the answer. Um, <laughs> then a Google search for what is the opposite of benefit? What is the opposite Ooh. of benefit? So what it gave me was uh, detriment, disadvantage, or drawback, which does make sense. Sometimes your brain just needs a little bit of help. Yeah. Then I have the, the Google Doc for the women's hockey monologue. Then I have... Um, Swift carrots in Kakariko Village. I just wanted to know if you could pick them in The Legends of Zelda. There's like a farm of them. Oh, and I wanted I to know if like, you could pick them. I know a couple of those words, but I've never heard them used together. Sure. Then I have the Liverpool Rising article by uh, Wright Thompson that I'm really meaning to read. It just feels long. And then I have the um, monologue, Horse Deaths Sought. <laughs> then I have what is the regulatory body of boxing? In the United States. Mm. Then I have American versus British horse betting, top five differences. Then I have what 967 area code. What is the 967 area code? Good question. The 967 area code. It came up as Yemen, and I don't I think, that's the, <laughs> I think that's the country code. Uh, it appears as though the 967 area code is Kansas. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, horse racing in the U.S., types of bets and recommended sites. Uh, the myth of the kindly General Lee, an article from the Atlantic about um, about Robert E. Lee, that I want to read. Uh, Be afraid! A Boston sports apocalypse is brewing. That's from Wall Street Journal, and I believe written probably by Jason Gay. Yes, and now it's already been disproven. I can probably close that tab because the Celtics lost last night. Uh, America. Uh, Amy Poehler's. Uh, I have a, a Hollywood Reporter article about Amy Poehler's coming of rage story, defining hmm. her own feminism. These are all things I'm, I'm interested in. I just don't have time. Uh, I have an NPR podcast about the science of naming a racehorse. I have U.S. soccer faces a suit from relevant sports over much planned match in Miami. I literally have no idea what that's about, but I, <laughs> you're not asking any follow up so I guess we'll never know. Top 10 moisturizers, best moisturizers for dry skin. What, so what, can I get a top, just the top three? Well, this is only according to Healthline.com. But what they said is the number one is Andalou Naturals Purple Carrot Plus C Luminous Night Cream. And you can Sounds get that expensive. in what's the garden called in Zelda where you can pick? It's, well, it's Cagarico Village. There is a garden of swift carrots, not purple carrots. They are swift carrots. to help make you and or your horse go faster. But you knew that already. <laughs> Then I have the Wikipedia article about, well, this is kind of a bummer, but um, Lavina Johnson, she was a, a soldier that died. And if you don't know her story, very, I'm very interested in it. So that's just to remind me to investigate and not put up with that. You'll look it up later. Uh, then I have, uh, here's how TurboTax just tricked you into paying to file your taxes. I don't oh, use, yeah, I saw that. Use TurboTax? No. Would I like to know what's going on there? Yep. <laughs> 
Then I have an athletic <laughs> article by Big Waz. I think it was the first article he's ever written, and I really wanted to read it. It's about NBA style, but guess what? Haven't read it yet. Sorry, mm. Waz. Then I have uh, uh, an article from longreads.com. Most of these are from longreads because I'm like, well, it says right in the title. I don't have time for this right now. <laughs> I have an article called Edible Complex, which I believe is about edibles, and I must have seen it somewhere and wanted to read it. Allegedly. Uh, Then I have an ESPN article by Jeremy Fowler called For NFL Prospects, Cost of Getting Drafted Can Surpass $100,000. Oh, that's fascinating. Right. Pete. Then I have a Bro Bible article? Jesus. Called Pete Davidson's $4.5 million house he bought his... He bought with his mom is so Staten Island it hurts. I guess I could probably just open this one now. Yeah, let's would, see what's going on. Photos? Okay, let's Tell follow me about up the on bathrooms. this. As if swooning Kate Beckinsale wasn't a great enough achievement. Swooning? You mean wooing? Yeah. Yeah, that's the wrong verb. Well, it's bro Bible, so they're usually better than that. Uh, he bought his mom a house. Real estate records obtained by page six revealed that he bought him and his mom. Davidson and his mom paid $4.5 million. That doesn't seem like the way. I bet he's still like got the joint checking account with his mom. Well, he lived in her basement. Yeah, Um, it's four bedrooms and four baths. That's small for that much. Realtor.com has photos of the Staten Island property that could double as a funeral home. That's so funny because was it Jay? I was with you, right? We went to Staten Island for the um, the forty thing, and I was like, all these houses look like Italian funeral homes. Yeah, (laughs) the literal thing I said. Yeah, that's weird. I work for Bro Bible, (laughs) so it's just a house. I'm really shaky today. I mean, why is that four and a half million dollars? Because it's in New York. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Four bedrooms. Well, that's nice. I oh, like that outdoor nice. space. Yeah, four bedrooms, nice. four baths is a lot. It's big. And that it does look like. A, look at that. It's got like wow. a, a stained glass ceiling. Never, you never see that anymore. I don't make them like they used to. Yeah, it's fine. Why did I click on this? Because we were curious. What was the headline? So Staten Island, it hurts. That's what it was. I was like, what is that? I didn't know what that meant. I wanted to know like what you mean when you say that. And now I know it's funeral home. Okay, guess what? Going to close that tab. Wow. 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 We're down to a a couple hundred now. Accomplishment. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, Next, I have Zelda Breath of the Wild. I I had a question. I couldn't find something. I'm going to close that one. I don't need it anymore. Uh, Meet the faceless critic who just... Oh, I have an article from dailydot.com about Art Decider, the Twitter account. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like a profile of him. I haven't read that. Then I have another Google Doc. It's got to be something work-related. And now it's opening my app by accident. Okay. Then I have a Google search for Mission Impossible Fallout. Why? I wanted to know which number Mission Impossible it was. Which number is it? Like It is... 96? No. No. I th- like 95. It's got to be six. I think it was six, but I. It's. Uh, this must have been what I found when I found it. It's not... Yeah, it is six. Yeah. It is six. I think. Okay, then I have um, an article from, is it Jacobin? Jacobin? Of what, what abolitionists do that I'm actually very interested in reading, but again, I'm so busy. And then I have um, an article from the New York Times about Ruth Wilson Gilmore, who's a prison reform uh, uh, activist, or I don't know if that's the right title, because I haven't read the article yet. <laughs> um, then I have, uh, that's not important. It was just two more Zelda articles. I'm, just gonna <laughs> close I'm so busy. Close Zelda, close Zelda. Ooh, it gets dark here. I don't know if we want to. I have I, the Wikipedia article for the Hazel st- Stadium disaster. Oh, mm. you don't got no follow-ups. Okay, then I have the uh, 1971 Ebrox disaster. What? And then I have the uh, Luz Luzniki Luz disaster. Why are you googling What's all up the, with disasters? the disasters? Okay, so I was um, 
kind of consuming a bunch of stuff about Hillsborough and everything they compared it to, which was the uh, disaster of Liverpool fans. Was that a Champions League match, Jay? Uh, I don't know. I think it was a regular season game, but I'm going to look it up right now. It well, it was at a neutral site, so that's why I don't know. Whatever. There was a the Hillsborough Stadium. It's very, very, very tragic. I still, I think it's the biggest fan disaster in history. Basically, a bunch FA of Cup. FA Cup. That's what it was. Uh, the, because of the way the stadiums were set up, and back then they would come in in pens. You could stand in pens that were behind the net. Oh um, they. It was just a crowd control issue with the stadium and uh, too many people came in at once and people were getting crushed and then there was an influx of people and people were spilling out onto the field and how many people died Jay? 96. It was a lot. Holy. That's why it says 96 on the back of their on their jerseys because it's like a big deal and it's awful. It's they're still in trials when when we were there. Oh yeah, you weren't there. When we were in Liverpool like they were still waiting for a verdict on like who was responsible. There's it's really awful. But then I was reading about like this sounds really morbid but i was interested in like how like what specifically how do you die in that situation like what is it that kills you and then i was interested in like this has happened in other places have there been stadium i was just following a line of curiosity and it is dark that i have three tabs open about sports disasters anyway okay we'll keep going or do you want me to stop now let's end on a later note how many more tabs there's we're not even halfway through not even close to halfway through oh boy I'm going to fly through a bunch. Stop me if you hear one that's interesting. WWE News. NYWC's The Big O. Not happy Kevin Owens is using his name. I didn't know whose name. Okay. (laughs) Uh, uh, Oh, then I have Wikipedia. List of hoaxes on Wikipedia. The Baishalim conflict. What's that? Um, That is a... This page is a copy of a previously deleted hoax article. It is almost definitely incorrect or misleading, if not in its entirety. So I think I left this page here to be like... Find out about that, what the page was, because my next, my next tab says list of Wikipedia controversies, which is fascinating. It is a Wikipedia page about the controversies that have happened on Wikipedia. Oh, my God. Of, like, people making fake Wikipedia articles, people doing this, people doing that. So, like, a, I'll give you an example. Um, the 2012 scandals involving paid consultancy for the government of Gibraltar by Roger Bamkin, a Wikimedia UK board member and potential conflicts of interest, have highlighted Wikipedia's vulnerabilities. Look at all of these. Oh, there's so many Wikipedia based controversies. And this is a Wikipedia article about that. And those are the moments where I like the Internet. (laughs) Um, Then we have blind people can struggle to understand memes. So they made their own. I'm fascinated by that. Please open that one. It's a vice article. Uh, Screen reading software allows visually impaired people to use the Internet, but it hits a wall when it comes to memes. And so I guess if we scroll through what we do here is. There is, however, an aspect of it. Da, 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 da. I'm 25. Like most people my age, I'm online. When it comes to memes, I think it leads to severe FOMO. So what happened was, okay, God, they spent a lot of time explaining the problem. Da, 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 da. When a company sends me a screenshot or a photo with instructions or an infographic on it, I'll put it into one of the many photo reader apps we have that help us decode those types of images. They don't really work for memes. I think I once had one scan the meme and tell me this is a meme. Can you imagine? That's mm. not helpful. Like yeah. what what's here what's happening on the screen is a meme. And it's like, okay, what is the meme? Um da, 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 da. so then they usually use things like know your meme to fill in the gaps. John, a blind man from British Columbia, demonstrated over Skype chat how far modern screen readers are from being ready to tackle memes. Okay, so Vice, let's get to the solution, which is what you're 
When given a readout so lacking information, John uses context clues like the post's titles and comments to help paint the rest of the picture. This is not always as easy as it sounds. You know what, guys? I don't know the answer. Okay. Even where his software does get it right. It's like there must be one sentence in there where it mentions software and I just can't find it. Interesting. But I'm going to read it in its entirety. At some point. Yeah. So keep keep that one in there. I'm going to keep it open. I'll get you an answer for the next podcast. Write it on your coffee cup so oh, I don't forget smart, to do that. Smart, smart. Okay, the J.R. Smith of soccer is coming for Cristiano Ronaldo. I opened that article. It's 538 because I was like, what do they mean, J.R. Smith of soccer? I need to know what they're trying Ooh, to say this who person is. Who is it? Like, it's a, um, a guy with his thumbs up. Hakeem Z- Oh, it's the guy on AX? Zayek. Zayek. Z- Zayek, the, the kid on AX, right? Yeah, AX golden boy. Whatever. Um then I have a, 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 I have a bunch of Nipsey Hustle articles, and then I have in San Francisco making a living from your billionaire neighbor's trash. It's a New York Times article. Mm-hmm. I can tell you guys all about these. They cook later. it or something. I think I read it like a. What? I think there's something about like cooking. Are you being serious? Yeah. I'm cooking pretty, trash. I'm pretty sure. That's, I think I saw it this morning. What is this? A Domino's pizza. <laughs> I'm going to stop here because you're looking at me like you have to go. I do. But I will let you know. Okay, so this is where we are. Yeah. Well, scroll, 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 scroll. We're still, that's, wow. There's like a hundred left. So we can pick this game up next time if you like it. I don't know that we Sounds actually great. did it well. We'll practice and we'll get better for next time. Jay, do we have time for one more voicemail? Yeah, let's do one more voicemail. That was but, a hot tab, 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 tab. What? Hot tab. Hot tab, 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 tub machine. Tabity tube top. Here we go. Hi, Katie, Ashley, and Jay. This is Austin from Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Uh, my question is, I know a lot of rich people um, have sports courts or uh, sports-type things in or outside of their houses, you know, like tennis courts, uh, putting greens, and things like that. Um, my question is, what, um, what sports court or sport-type thing would you put in or outside of your house if you could? Um, I would probably choose a go-kart track or a uh, trampoline park type thing or a bowling alley inside my house. Uh, okay. Uh, really enjoy the show. Been a fan of yours for a long time, Katie, even on that other network that doesn't employ you anymore. Um, all right. Hope you guys have a good one. Uh, love you. Mean it. Wow. Okay, so if you could have – so Aaron asked if you could have um, <laughs> any athletic facility at your house, which one would it be? That's tough. Most people go basketball court because it's the easiest, but I don't think I would because – well, maybe I would because I'm really trash at basketball and mm-hmm. I'd like to not be trash anymore. Go-kart's not a bad one. I feel like go-kart's sneaky good because all your friends would want to come over and do go-karts all the time. Yeah, but I don't want my friends. I don't yeah, have a true. lot of friends. Just, just boat, boat count? Having a boat? No. That's mm. not an Does athletic boat facility. Count? <laughs> Does boat count? If you had like a bumper boat pool but that you can't take that out it's not like hey ash use this as an excuse to say you want a yacht that's not a sport it's a similar question does spa count like can i get a sure does not guys what is happening i would like a sauna it's a sports facility you can wait you could easily have a sauna at your house very many people have saunas at okay the question is if you're rich enough to have an athletic facility maybe a mini golf course that'd be fun but trampoline also really good. One. Rock climbing wall with a trampoline on the bottom. Ooh, Boom. that's that weird. Can... 
What the fuck is the point? Then how do you get off? (laughs) You jump off and land on the trampoline, and then you're bouncing back up in the air. And then you, like any other trampoline, you. The worst thing about it, yeah. The worst thing about a trampoline is trying to stop when you have to do that weird like double knee bounce to like catch yourself (laughs) so that you don't. And then a pool below the trampoline, you jump into the water. Ashley, boom! You are the dude from Italian Job. (laughs) You're like, I want this with this inside and this on top. I didn't have to choose. That's the nicest thing you ever said to me. Okay, guys, that's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to Simply Safe and Quip. We love you guys so much. You're such good sponsors, and like you let you put up with the weirdest stuff. So thanks for that. Mm. Um, this week on Mina Kimes podcast, which we always tell you, you guys should go listen to. Her guest is Phil from Tinder. It's Bomani. <laughs> it's an internet thing. Uh, they talk about Tyreek Hill, Zion Williamson, and they find out that Nick Bosa has one of them blocked on Twitter and not the other one, oh. and it's not what you think. Okay, so like there's an, so an immediate assumption, and it's not that. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. And the person who is blocked is very upset about it. <laughs> I imagine. So uh, check out the Mina Kimes Show podcast on, uh, no, it's that's not what it's called. It's called the Mina Kimes Show featuring Lenny? Yeah. Yeah. On Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, big thanks to you guys for listening to the podcast. You're really wonderful. We also love you. I know I said the same thing about the sponsors, but I'm, I mean it about both of you. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening this time and then again later and then uh, and then the third time and then the fourth you know what? Let's just go with seven. Because I feel mm. like I've been really lenient. What did I say last week? I think last week was something like four, really low. Yeah. So seven. It just feels like guys look like we don't ask for a lot, but like we need you to start listening to the podcast seven times. You know, like I had a dollar for every time I've had this conversation. Like, do you listen to the podcast seven times? So just we're just asking you nicely to listen to the podcast seven times. You know? Yeah. yeah I'll yeah. give you more. I can give you some more of my tabs. Um, and you know, you could always leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you want to leave a review, all you have to do is click on that last star and then hit send. Um, it just, it, that's how you give it a one star. If you want to give one star, you only have to click on the one and it's the last one, mm-hmm. you know? Um, we, we love your reviews. We read them like this one from T Calmus one that says, are you looking for a podcast in which three sports media experts dive into sports and sports adjacent stories? Well, then this is not that podcast. <laughs> you should still listen to it though. Multiple times, like maybe six times each six sounds good. Yeah. Well, I say seven T Calmus. <laughs> so at least we can agree on that. And lastly, don't forget, you can always leave us a voice. You said man. us, you said us. Leave a, a voice. Man. Thank you. At 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you, Mina. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break-in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. 
That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.